Welcome. My name is Douglas Lodmel, your asset protection attorney. And I have a conversation a lot with clients and with prospects that I'm working with. And it's really about the concept of strategy versus tactics. So I wanted to take just five minutes and talk about that because they're different. Uh, anyone in the military knows the difference. Strategy is the battle plan. That's what you draw up. That's what the generals are playing from. That's the big picture plan. Tactics are battlefield operations. So that is when you're on the battlefield, you, ha you employ tactics. Tactics are in furtherance of the strategy. So they work together. But there's a lot of uh, confusion or misunderstanding, or I think people just kind of use the words interchangeably, but they are very much not interchangeable. They're two very specific things. So when it comes to asset protection, both are important. And I want to talk about the difference very specifically. Strategy in an asset protection context is the big picture. That's what we're talking about when we design your structure. That's when we look at your actual assets and say, okay, how can we protect them? We use tools like the Asset Management Limited Partnership, LLCs, Bridge Trusts, or even fully foreign offshore trusts. Those are all in service of the grander strategy, right? And the strategy in a war is win, right? The strategy in an asset protection context is protect the assets. So one thing we can't do is control the liability. That's out there. We can't control it. Um, neither can you. No one can control it, right? You can do a good job about mitigating liability, especially if you're in a business or a practice where you have some control over things that create liability. But at the end of the day, we can't control that part of it. What we can do, though, is use the strategy of asset protection to make your assets as unreachable as possible. And what this does in the strategy of a lawsuit is depower the other side. It causes them to think twice about looking at you and saying, hey, there's a good target because your assets are not easy to reach. And for better or for worse, lawsuits are about money. They're very rarely about anything else. They're usually about who can get money from who. And so you just want to make sure people can't get money from you. And if that's true, then usually you're going to come out ahead. So the strategy is the big picture. We use all those tools inside of the grander strategy. What about tactics? When do tactics come up? Tactics come up when we're actually being sued. So when a client is actually being sued, now we have to employ tactics. So our strategy is clear, protect the assets. What tactics are we going to use? Crossing the bridge and turning your trust from a domestic trust into a fully foreign trust is a tactical move. So the strategy was to put the trust in place, just like the strategy is to put these tanks over here. The tactic is, okay, how are we going to actually use those tanks? So how are we going to actually use the bridge trust? We're going to trigger it and move it offshore. Now, whether and when to do that is a very tactical thing. It's one of the reasons I'm not a huge fan of being in a fully foreign offshore trust from day one, because you've really already picked your tactic um, you, you don't have a lot of moves to make from there. You've already made the big move. With the Bridge Trust, we leave the option open. 
So we can move the bridge trust offshore. We can keep it domestic. And here's what I've learned after 20 plus years of being an asset protection attorney and working with thousands of clients. Most of the time, we don't need to trigger the trust. And it's actually better for the client and for the negotiation to leave the trust domestic. Um, I know it's surprising. Even a lot of asset protection attorneys are probably surprised by that statement. But it is very true. It is much better to have the option to move the trust offshore versus the obligation. And so the tactic there is is to, to make a decision whether it's in your interest. Tactically, to have an offshore trust with an offshore account, all of which must at some point de- be disclosed, which could work for you or against you, which is the, re- is the reason why I'm in favor of it being an option, but not an obligation. Um, another tactic is Disclosure of assets and disclosure of the planning itself. Um, Oftentimes, we are under no obligation to disclose anything because the lawsuit is still in the early stages. However, tactically, we may decide that it is in our interest to, to disclose some of the planning or at least some generalities about the planning. That could force the other side to think twice about suing get them to the negotiating table and achieve the goal, which is to settle the claim, to get this, to, to get it off the, the table um, sooner rather than later. Winning at a trial is not a win for anybody, as far as I've ever seen. Winning at a trial is expensive. You virtually never get your legal fees recovered, even if you win. Um, and it's, it's, it's incredibly draining and takes much time, years, usually three to five years. So that's not a big win for us. A big win for us is getting a lawsuit derailed from the beginning and either getting it dropped or settled. And that's where tactics in service of a strategy come into play. I hope this was helpful. I do have some more information on the tactics versus strategy at the um, website, assetprotectioncouncil.com or lodmail.com. As always, if you're a client and you're listening to this, you have any questions about your planning or you just want to touch in and give me an update, please call my office and schedule a call. Thank you for listening. Appreciate your attention. And remember, it's your money. Act like it. We'll see you next time.